You know, and we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! Okay, so here we are. It is another podcast, Mr. Brady, and Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. And my guest this evening, the Starlet Killer, Crescendo Crusher, and the uh, Musical Murderess. That's a lot of lot of nicknames there. Aria Cadenza joins me on the show. So, Miss Cadenza, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on, and uh, you know it needs to be stated that uh, you're quite the busy young lady. You know, <laughs> life inside and outside of the ring. I, I, I guess we'll touch on a little bit of that. With, as I said to you offline, we're going to try to power through this because uh, some of that life uh, entails that you get yourself up at 4:30 in the morning, and that that doesn't get you a lot of sleep. No, it does not. <laughs> But that, that is the sacrifice that, that you make to pursue what you pursue and, and do the jobs that you're doing. I mean, how many things do you have going on here right now? I mean, uh, if, if I were to compile the stuff that I heard from our various online conversations, I'm thinking school, job, uh, wrestling. Is, is, is that basically the gist of it? Well, I have a full-time job as a teacher in a public school. I have two part-time jobs, and I'm a wrestler, and I am getting my master's degree, my second uh, master's. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so the obvious question to that is, when on earth do you sleep? <laughs> very, very rarely. Well, like I said, that's why I have to be in bed by 9.30, because Monday through Friday, I'm up at 4.30, because I, um, I leave at 5.30. I have an hour and a half commute to the Bronx every day, uh, where I'm a teacher. I on the weekends and on Thursday afternoons I have a second job where I teach uh, music lessons to kids at School of Rock, and then on Sundays I sing in the church choir, which is my other job. <laughs> and then in the evenings on the weekends, that's when I wrestle. And then if I have time left over, I actually do my homework and I'm pursuing my master, my second master's degree. Now you know you can't be telling people that you're singing the church choir. You're going to ruin your image. No, I mean, I'm, just, I, I'm a musical murderer. As I sing, that's my thing. Yeah, but you can't murder inside a, a church. Well, I said they pay me though. I go there because they give me money. Okay, all right. Well, that, that, that's a, a good job. Way to <laughs> I, I got you. You know, I'm trying to protect it a little bit. I know kayfabe doesn't doesn't really uh, uh, fly these days, but I'm, I'm trying to protect it just a little bit, just a little bit. Hey, well, I'm still, you know, the person in the choir with the red hair, the with piercings, and covered in tattoos. So, well, you know, that would uh, mean that the church is, is uh, pretty good people. Then they didn't they didn't judge you by that. They just want your voice. Yeah, and also the music director is my friend from college, and I've known him for a long time. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, 
<laughs> just just he, shattered he everyone. Kill, he would kill to have talent like me in his choir. So. Ah, that's it. And here comes Arya Cadenza in full bloom right now. We, we can hear it starting to come out. It would kill yeah, to have I mean, talent like me. <laughs> I mean, Arya Cadenza, you know, that's pretty much who I am in real life. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so now let, let's... Let's go to the long and short of it. You are a, a talented person in the field of music, so why would you choose uh, the crazy, outlandish world of pro wrestling when you could clearly just be doing something such as this and you know honing your your, your musical craft? Why why would you do this? Well, honestly, when I was um, little, like really little, I used to watch wrestling all the time, and I remember telling like my you know my mom and my friends, I'm going to be a diva one day. And they were like, uh-huh, sure you are. She'll be able to believe me. And then <laughs> I got older. When you were in high school, you know, it wasn't cool to watch wrestling. So, you know, we didn't tell anybody about that. And then when I was about, how old am I, 28? So 25-ish, I was uh, dating my current fiancé. And uh, I, he, I had just gotten surgery. So as a thank you gift, I took him to, like, a, a local indie wrestling show because he's such a huge wrestling fan. And uh, literally during that show, I was sitting there with him, and I just said, I'm going to do this. He looked at me like I was nuts. He was like, oh, okay. I'm like, no, 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 like, I want to do this. He was like, okay, well, if you want to do it, I support you. So I spoke to the people at the school, and I signed up within a, a week to start training. It was just that quick, just that fast, huh? Yeah, I just said, I, I want to do this. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, so did you get what you were uh, anticipating out of it, or, or did did the uh, realities of wrestling kind of like, oh man, this this stuff actually hurts? Yeah. Did no, it? I mean, I knew it. I knew it was horrible. Everyone's like, oh, wrestling's fake. I'm like, oh, you, please explain to me how you fake gravity. You can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> I knew that I was gonna go hurt going into it, and I, I remember telling the the people like when I was like signing up. Oh, I think this will be a really fun way, um, you know, to get into better shape and, you know, have fun doing it. And I love being the center of attention. And I'm such an attention whore, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, there are other ways you could do that that'll hurt less. I'm like, yeah, but whatever. It's fun. I want to try it. <laughs> well, see, now your mentality about wrestling, and, and I guess let's just call it the, uh, the non-wrestling fans, a few of it are entirely different, as I'm pretty sure you already know. You always got some person that, even though you made a very clear statement, how do you fake gravity? Somebody out there is like, oh, man, come on, that, that stuff. You, you know, you've, you've heard it. I'm sure you've heard it. You had to. Every wrestling fan, every person that's participated in it has heard that statement. That you can't fake gravity? No, 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 that, that y'all, you don't get hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. I I could show them that the you know the MRI of the completely detached ACL in my left knee and the completely detached uh, UCL in my right elbow. Like oh yeah, you know you don't get hurt. I just don't have ligaments in my body parts anymore. It's fine. And, and no yet you, you you still press on. Oh yeah, I I'm actually really awful because I'm supposed to get surgery for my knee and I'm like oh. no. <laughs> I'll just wear my knee brace. I'll be fine. Well, okay, we're gonna skip past that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move on to the next question because I, I don't want to, you know, friends of yours be like, well, are you crazy? You know, I don't want them to start with that. So we, we'll just go go to the yeah, next thing here. Uh, judging by the matches I've seen with you so far, you're basically a heel. Do you oh, know? yeah. I've, I've actually only worked face once ever really? in the three, three years that I've been wrestling. It doesn't really work. 
one time. That's it. One time it was a it was a Dojo Wars match against uh Super Autobahn. If you go on YouTube you can find it. Um it just it doesn't work. I just I don't play nice guy very well. <laughs> okay. I'm, I think it's because I'm I'm really in real life a bitch, like I am. Well, so well, I well, at least can't admit do it. it. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely, 100%. I'm definitely a bitch, and I get what I want, and I get my way, and when I don't, I have temper tantrums, so it's literally me, 100%. Ah, okay. So, are the tantrums, well, I don't know if it qualifies as a tantrum, but I saw you, um, uh, was a rear chin lock on somebody, and then here you are, just uh, going into your singing voice in their ear. Uh, is that a... That a new taunt that we're doing here, or, or is this? Yeah, a... it's my it's my favorite taunt. So uh, I obviously, as as a mu- musical murderer, I feel that I need to incorporate music into my uh, wrestling as much as I can. And what's more fun than singing extremely high notes directly into somebody's ear while you have them in a a hole? What could be more fun than that? I, you know, I, I'm going to say that nothing, considering that yeah, you're a musical murderer. Yeah, it's pretty much the funnest thing ever, and they always hate it so much would you want me to sing high like really really high notes in your ear you know how close i am right yeah i saw you yeah i sung at carnegie hall so i can fill that place up without a microphone so you want me to sing in your ear Uh, no thanks as loud as i can no (laughs) that that (laughs) probably would not work well for me but i also understand (laughs) that you you sang your own entrance music that correct (laughs) yes my entrance music actually um is um, I don't know if you've ever seen the fifth El- the fifth element. Is that what it's called? Yeah, fifth element. I have the fifth um, element. Bruce yeah, Willis. So, yeah, my Chris music is actually a, a metal version of the Alien Diva dance, mm-hmm. um, where I sing the vocals and uh, all the instruments are performed by uh, Rick Jimenez from This Is Hell, which is like a big uh, hardcore band on Long Island. All right. So how, how did that particular song of all songs i mean did, did it just speak to you or, or was it just uh i'm gonna give this a try it was, it was actually a suggestion um i was like looking into entrance music i knew i wanted something um operatic but i also wanted something like death metal i'm like i don't know what to choose and then um demetrius papadon i'm sure you've heard of him he said you should come out to that song in the fifth element so I thought about it, and I'm like, oh, that would be cool. But I was like, but I want to do it myself. I'm like, I want to record it, and I want to make it um, a heavy metal version this way. It sounds like super demonic and operatic at the same time. <laughs> wow. Okay, that that's an interesting uh, blend. Super demonic and operatic at the same time. So for those that are <laughs> looking for some uh, point of reference to uh, what she's talking about, again, Fifth Element, Bruce Willis, uh, might be butchering the lady's name, Mia, Milia Jolovich, the chick from uh, the uh, Resident Evil franchise. You can see that. I think that was uh, 97 when that came out. So knock yourself out. Go look Go look it up. And the blue lady, the, yeah, the blue lady yeah. in, the, in the movie, that's the one that she's uh, uh, singing the, the operatic entrance music based off of. It's really fun. <laughs> I actually recorded that entrance music on a laptop in a kitchen. <laughs> that you just had you made your little makeshift uh, studio that night, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, my friend, like, uh, like I said, my friend Rick, who does, who did all the, the instruments and stuff. That that's pretty much how he records everything. He just records it on a laptop. So he had me come to his house, and I sung in the kitchen. Um, if anybody's interested, you can um, download the song on Bandcamp.com, 
and uh, it only costs whatever you want to pay for it. Really? You you didn't have a set rate for the? the okay, look. Anybody that's going to download that, you know, get, at least give a, a you know a ninety nine cent down. Don't, don't just toss in a penny. You know, at least do, at least do <laughs> the think, dollar. I think there is. I think there's a minimum of a dollar. Like I think that's just what the website does. But okay. like they're, they're not going to charge you anything outrageous, and it's like it's whatever you want. Basically, it will go to you know buying myself new gear or you know new boots or whatever you know getting to my venues stuff like that. Uh, Pretty much like you know donations for poor wrestlers. <laughs> well, that's cool. You know, because everybody needs a little help. So, you know, if you want to support the cause, even though she might yell at you while you're at the, at the building or something or whatnot, outside of that, she could be, you know, somewhat nice, I, I imagine. You know, even though she's... I, I'll be nicer to you if you're wearing one of my T-shirts and listening to my entrance music. <laughs> okay, so let, let, let's pitch the T-shirt now. Where, where can they get that? Uh, AriaCadenza.com has all my merch. I've got T-shirts, I have bracelets, I have 8 by 10 got lots of fun stuff. And she has a very photogenic eight by tens, by the way. So if you if you're interested, now are these autographed. Before I start pitching for you, are you putting your your autograph on this? Of course. Okay. I'm not well, that then. mean. <laughs> well, well, I'm glad that you at least do that. You know, as as uh, mean as you may claim to be, there is one particular thing that I found of of great interest on you. Uh, some mm-hmm. of your, your body art in particular, uh, I believe <laughs> it would be on your, what was it, your left left arm? If you're talking about my Disney princesses, that's my right arm. Oh, sorry, okay, your right arm, okay. <laughs> that's right, so your Disney princesses. Now, uh, the, the musical Murderous, the, that, that doesn't seem necessarily like it would vibe with the Disney princesses. You got a slew of them, like you got, you got a collection of them. Right there on your your arm. Uh, where, where are you a, a Disney fan or uh, whatever the case may be, or are you just a, a princess at heart? Um, well, fan me. is kind of an understatement. Oh, when okay. it comes to, when it comes to Disney, I'm more of a lunatic. Um, like it's a problem, actually. I think in this last two weeks, I've spent two hundred and fifty dollars on Disney paraphernalia. Holy! Um, yeah, it's a problem. But I'm going to Disney next week, so I have kind of an excuse. Ah, okay. Kind of. I needed things to wear in Disney that had Disney on it, so I bought a lot of Disney stuff. But yeah, I'm I'm like a big crazy Disney lunatic. My fiance actually proposed to me in Disney. Um, oh. My engagement ring looks like Cinderella's carriage. Um, we're having an entirely Disney themed wedding, like to the point where every table is going to be a different Disney movie, and uh, like <laughs> we're getting married like physically getting married with disney music playing in the background and uh then we're going on a disney cruise and to disney world for our honeymoon oh well you go just be disney up <laughs> i'm like like i said a lunatic uh, and uh, the princesses on my arm is actually the beginning of what will eventually be a, an entire disney sleeve you know once i have thousands of dollars to pay for it <laughs> okay so uh, What's the next piece of art from Disney that you're envisioning to go underneath the princesses? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, so the top part of the sleeve is the princesses on the inside. I'm sorry, on the outside. On the inside, so right where the princesses are on the other side is going to be the villains. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom of the arm under the princesses is going to be like sidekicks and like princesses like Olaf and Stitch and Simba, stuff like that. 
and then the inside of the bottom is going to be Jack and Sally from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Now, normally I would save this for my particular segment entitled Random Questions, but I'm going to just jump off of the gun right now because we, we, we're powering through this interview. You know, uh, <laughs> as a Disney fan, I'm going to ask you because I'm, I'm going to assume you as the expert. <laughs> in Disney movies, there, for a while there, they had like a, the movie that came out in the theater and then they would always come out with this straight to video version of it, a sequel. Or something like that. Okay, now do, yeah, those, sequels. do those sequels count? They count, but they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen any of the sequels because I feel like they'll take away from the original. They they count, but they're not good. So so whatever addition they add to the story in those straight to videos, you, you they don't they don't matter. They, they, it, it didn't happen officially. No, but I feel like most of the sequels in general in Disney movies don't matter. Oh, okay. Like, the originals is all that you care about. Like, no one cares about has a glit better. Lilo and Stitch, the end. That's all that matters. Oh, okay, now, <laughs> like wait a minute. Now, if, if they have the Lilo end. and Stitch 2 and it comes out in the theater, doesn't that count? What was that? If they have Lilo and Stitch 2 and it came out in the theater, obviously, hypothetically speaking, wouldn't that count? It matter. It, it doesn't? It counts. I guess it all counts, but I don't, I don't think they matter. Well, you know, we try to establish what you know what's canon to the series. Now, now I'm a personal believer that okay, that the the straight to video versions doesn't really matter, but if it comes out to if it goes to the theater, it's supposed to count, sequel or not. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't like them. I just like when once you start making sequels to cartoons, it's stupid. <laughs> okay. You like you to, you told the whole story in the first movie. We don't need another one. All right, so we, so we know that we've established that there is a uh, a limit to your Disney fandom. So Pocahontas two not on the uh, on the gift list for Aria Cadenza. Anybody that's no. listening that want to get her, get her anything, just leave the straight to DVD or straight to video versions alone. Get her the straight up movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the original, and I want it on Blu-ray. This crappy Blue- DVD nonsense. That's right. Sorry, let's, let's have it. <laughs> Blu-ray. There you go. Although I don't really understand the difference in the Blu-ray animation anyway. All right, so... No, Blu-ray animation looks so much better. Are you crazy? <laughs> well, some days I am, but uh, t- <laughs> today I think I'm pretty sane. Uh, you know, <laughs> you had a picture that captioned yourself as at a music video shoot. What video... As a what? At, being at a music video shoot. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Are, are you officially a video vixen? Uh, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm the star of a music video by Uh-oh. Ron Pope, um, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, okay, well, if you're the star of it, I don't know if that would qualify as a video vixen. Video vixens is kind of like dance around and background fodder. We're, you're past that, then. No. Yeah, I mean, the whole premise of the music, well, the, the song, um, I can't remember the name of the damn song, but it's by Ron Pope. Um... Bad Intentions? Yeah. Bad Intentions, that's the name of the song. Um, the whole premise of the music video is that I'm like a big, tough wrestler girl, and he's like a, a wrestler, and I just beat the hell out of him. Mm. So the video actually has a lot of cool shots of me beating him up, and there's a, um, a really cool slow motion shot of my, uh, my finisher. Is this available now for people to see? No, it's on YouTube. You can look it up. Oh, okay. All right. So name, name of the video again, so... People can uh, check it out. I believe it's called Bad Intentions by Ron Pope. 
Bad Intentions by Ron Pope, starring Aria Cadenza. So yeah, they can see cool. you in, in full bloom beating up somebody in the music video. So that's cool. Yep. And it and like ties said, into the wrestling. There's a really cool slow motion of my uh, cadenza bomb at the end. Ah, yes. The cadenza bomb. <laughs> Just a, a nice, easy way to hurt people. Yes, it's fun. <laughs> well, you know, you being who you are, I would imagine that it would be fun. Uh, if you were going to take this cadenza bomb on tour, which I'm sure that you would like to do. Well, first off, you, you're pretty busy. So let, let's establish this. Are you even available for other promotions to uh, acquire your services? I am, as long as it's like a weekend thing. Like, I'm not really in a position right now where if I was offered a tour in, like, Japan or something that I could take it like I finally got my dream job as a teacher and I'm not gonna get rid of that for anything okay not not gonna jeopardize that okay so no. now you have your you got your dream job as a teacher but you're also doing kind of this this wonderful thing on the weekends doing wrestling so are you just you're good doing the uh the weekend wrestling and, and perhaps like when summer break comes around like okay now I can uh, I can wrestle a lot more places because I got three months to play with. Is, is Absolutely, that yeah. Generally, the idea. Okay, so now for those promoters out there that's looking to grab you on the weekends or when summer rolls through or spring break or whatever the case may be, how can they catch you? Well, you can catch me a bunch of ways. I mean, there's my email, which is aria.cadenza at yahoo.com. You can go find me on Facebook. Um, you can find me on Twitter at a cadenza and then my website ariacadenza.com also has um a button you can click for booking information all right that, that sounds good now you know I, I was gonna say every great wrestler has a great finish which you know, apparently yours is the cadenza bomb for those that don't know and haven't had the uh the privilege of looking you up on on youtube as of yet and i'm going to suggest that they do why don't you describe the uh the punishment that you have delivered onto your opponents via the cadenza bomb the cadenza bomb is essentially a vader bomb so i it's like in the corner you go to the second rope i jump out so i'm vertical and then i land on them in a splash and just smash them out to oblivion and you say that's fun to do. Oh, it is fun. I enjoy it very much. You know, I'm starting to question your uh, your idea of fun, but you know, I don't, I don't want to push that because I I don't want you to start the musical murderous thing on me. Um, you know, it is time. That that's a nice segue since you brought in Vader. Anyway, it's time to go into uh, random questions because we we got to get you into the. Uh, the, the oddball stuff that I like to ask. Mm -hmm. uh, you being a musical murderess, you have the first ever musical edition of Random Questions. Okay. So are you ready? I'm ready. Favorite genre of music to listen to in your free time? Um, it's hard. Favorite? It's probably a toss-up, and this is going to make me sound like a lunatic, between <laughs> show tunes and metal. Uh-oh, see, yeah, we're ruining your image again. Unless you're going to change your gimmick, you might even come out singing some show tunes. That might be something. I love show tunes. <laughs> uh, would, you, would you change your gimmick to, to match that one day? Like, and then say, hey, come out and start singing some show tunes on the way to the ring. I don't think so, because I just like being <laughs> mean so much. It's my favorite. 
Uh, okay. How many strings does a violin usually have? Strings four. Who is noted for the guitar solo in Stairway to Heaven? Stairway to Heaven, Eric Clapton. The, the guitar solo? Yeah, Clapton. Okay. Uh, also except Jimmy Page. Sean John Combs is best known for what stage name? Who? I didn't hear you. Sean John Combs. Is that P. Diddy or yes. Puff Daddy or whatever his real we, name we, is? We accept, <laughs> we accept all of those. <laughs> the Italian musical term adagio means what? Adagio means walking tempo. The or same... andante means walking tempo. It's like a, it's not like a it's not a fast tempo or a slow tempo. It's like a medium tempo. The singer for the seventies British rock quartet changed his name from Frederick Bucera. What is his stage name? He was the lead. I have singer. no idea. Think Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I can't hear you. My phone's breaking up again. What was that? I said, think Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. Queen, uh, Freddie Mercury. There you go. What city's opera house does the Phantom, Phantom of the Opera prowl? The actual location in the play, or the uh, it's the in opera. it's in France. God damn it! Somewhere it, in France. You 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 right on the tip of your tongue. The most famous city. In, there you go. Is it Paris? Okay. <laughs> Yay! Look at that. It's. The first musical edition of it, and you just breeze through. <laughs> well, yeah, music's kind of pretty much my whole life. So. Well, that's, that's why I sent I these questions directly around you. <laughs> now, you just needed to, to cash in the help in for the, uh, the the Freddie Mercury question, but other than that, boom, look at you. Yeah, like I, wasn't, I for some reason didn't realize that they, they were a quartet of just the four of them. That makes sense, though. <laughs> so, well, yeah, technically, they are quartet. Yep. So, yes. Right, you should be uh, proud of yourself for uh, just acing through that. Thank you very much. So, now, the uh, future for Aria Cadenza as a professional wrestler. What do we have upcoming here, then? I'm sorry, one more time. I say the future of Aria Cadenza as a professional wrestler. What do we have upcoming here? Or better yet, what would you like to have in your uh, short-term future in the ring? Well, as of right now, um, I'm only my next booking is December 17th um, with Nikki Adams. We're doing a cage match. Ooh. I'm pretty stoked about this because this is my first cage match. Stokes, does nerves come into that at all? Oh, no. No? <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, now, you know, I, I went and shot some video around the cage, and, and I sat there while they were constructing and talked to the guys that were putting the thing up. That, I don't know about the cage. You know, they, they do vary from one location to the next, but the, the cage I saw was pretty sturdy. And, you know, it yeah, was, I mean, I've never, I've never done a cage match ever. But and I've actually haven't seen the cage at this location yet, but um, I'm fairly confident that I'm going to kick Nikki Adams' ass and take the belt from her. Uh, okay, now you know I'm going to take that particular. <laughs> I'm going to take that particular clip, and so let, let's direct this at your opponent right here. You know, so just just real quick, 
what is the uh, the extent of this issue that you and Adams have with each other right now? Well, the thing is, is that we went, we both debuted at Phoenix Pro Wrestling together, mm-hmm. and then somehow she like distracted me and won the championship, which is nonsense because it should have been mine. I mean, obviously, that Same shouldn't even be a conversation. I know, right? And then we wrestled again, and then the only reason she won the second time is because some guy came out and distracted me, even though I won already, like, I won the belt, and some guy came out and started talking to me, and then she rolled me up because he started the match over, like he has the authority to do that. It was ridiculous. It's nonsense. Mm. Terrible, terrible. So so it has now come to this. You two have had a, a long-running feud, and it has now come to steel cage. This is the only way that you can sell it. Only way. It's got to be done. And then she's got to get her ass kicked. Uh, okay. Again. Again, uh, because I've already done it twice, but for some reason it didn't count the other two times. Don't get me started. Uh, okay, well, without uh, without getting you started, and certainly without crossing the line with you or anything like that, we're just going to ask officially speaking, because we know the reality of it is that you, that you beat her up. But officially speaking, are you saying that these promotions uh, scored her with the win, Adams with the win? That's what it looks like to me. I think it's all it's all fixed and rigged and ridiculous. As, well, see now that's why you had a steel cage so that you can remove uh, the political you know foul play from their hands and you can win on your own accord. And I'm assuming that you have a cadenza bomb with her name on it. Oh, you know it. When we're in the cage, we'll be playing by my rules. Well, I, I don't know what to say for Ms. Adams in this particular case, uh, other than that she may want to watch her back. Now, Nikki, that, that, to the best of your knowledge, does she have any experience in the steel cage? Now, that, that may play uh, against you if she does. I honestly don't know, but I'm not worried about it. Okay, so we will leave it at that. Uh, the next show for you, December 17th, is that correct? December 17th, yes. Phoenix Pro Wrestling in Pennsylvania. All right. So I'm going to assume, for the benefit of those listening, that if they want to find that information, they can go to your uh, Facebook and look that up so they can attend. Uh, are you ladies working main event? Because Steel Cages usually take some time and effort to put up. Um, I'm assuming if we're not, we're probably sending names because I think there's two steel cage matches. I think there's a, a gentleman one and a ladies one. All right. Well, that that sounds like a load of fun. Not really for me, but uh, I guess for you and Nikki Adams, that that might be a good time slamming each other against a steel cage with no give in it. Yep, I can't wait. Ah, well, I'm glad She's that you're gonna be crawling out of it. Uh, is there, you know, I'm starting to get the impression that you may have something that you might want to tell her. You know, you, you already said a couple of things. You, you're saying that she's going to crawl out of there that night. Yeah, she won't be able to walk when I'm done with her. Do you have a song that you're going to say for her uh, benefit when the, the night is over? I don't know, man. It's not over until the fat lady sings. I didn't sing yet. You know that that just uh, t- took my words right. I'm out. I'll just go with that. <laughs> you, you said you haven't sung yet. Not yet. 
Well, on that note, we will leave it at that. Now, I guess the last thing would be this is for a championship, correct? Yes. Ah, then, so that I assume that it's just going to make you work all the harder to uh, either capture or recapture the gold and uh, take out whatever aggression that you have on Nikki Adams in the process. Yeah, pretty much. And like I said, she's going to be crawling out of there and I will be carrying the belt on the way out. Like the end. There is no more conversation about it. <laughs> so, uh, open message to Nikki Adams. I would, I would, I would consider that fair warning. So, anybody that's going to want to see that match, which we are going to assume, just for the benefit of this show, that is going to be a main event. Uh, that should be a, a nice thing to catch Miss Cadenza at the, the musical murderess in all her glory. And, uh, Although she would not be singing in lieu of the match being over, she would certainly be singing uh, one way or the other because that's what she does best outside of beating people up, apparently. So, <laughs> that being said, it has been a pleasure. I think we have uh, covered a, a good deal of ground in a short amount of time and opened up uh, some, some doors that some fans maybe not have known about you, particularly your uh, Disney fascination. Uh, I, I will say, if you haven't been on the Disney cruise yet, it's a good time. So I hope next year, I so hope in November fifth. Is this your first one? Uh, next year, November fifth will be my first one. Yes. Okay. Well, I will say uh, I hope that you and your fiance enjoy it. Uh, congratulations on 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 the uh, upcoming wedding. Thank you. You know, and again, yes, I know that this kind of gets behind the, the, the whole persona of uh, Aria Cadenza, and we don't we, we don't want to let that out too much because we we want people to think that you're mean and nasty. Oh, I am. You can you could ask my fiance; he's terrified of me. <laughs> well, he can't be too terrified. <laughs> no, no, he's he's pretty terrified. Like, I'm pretty sure I only have this ring because I told him I needed it, and he was getting it. Well, you know, so. I like to look at it like, you know, some guys just enjoy the, uh, the, the thrill of the scare. It's kind of like going to a horror movie, you know. Some, <laughs> some people just like that jump, like, you know, it scared me to death, but damn it, I love it. So, you know, may, maybe you had that kind of thing going on for them. Probably. So, something along those lines. So, <laughs> for the benefit of you being able to get some sleep, we're going to pull this thing to a close. I want to thank you for your time and coming on to the uh, Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. And anybody that wants to catch it, go to ariacadenza.com. Yes, ariacadenza.com. Download her music, which you say you get for at least a dollar. At, uh, or yep, set at your Bandcamp. At, uh, at Bandcamp? There's also a link on my website for it. Okay, well, I'm going to find that link. I'm going to attach it onto this uh, this interview. So anybody that's looking to download that and more specifically anybody looking to support her you can go to that and you can get something for your for your support you can hear her sing she has a magnificent and also voice. my t-shirts and my bracelets and my 8x10s and all those things all that good stuff I need to get me a t-shirt so yeah I might have to do that too sounds so that, good so that works so folks I know this was a quick one, but it's a good one. So for the WPN, the rights and wrongs of pro wrestling, this is Mr. Green and Arya Kitenza saying good night, everybody. Good night. 
Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.